We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Be patient under the coming of the Lord, for the husbandman waiteth for the fruits. He's waiting. He's waiting. What are we doing about it? I'll tell you, we need to go and we need to pray for the rain. He's waiting for the harvest, for the early and the latter rain. And the Bible said, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord will make bright clouds. And the margin said, he'll send lightnings and give to everyone, praise God, rain, showers, and grass in his fields. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Supernatural, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan Burns, will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I remember I was holding a meeting in the month of February 1952 over in Oklahoma City in the old Capitol Hill Tabernacle. And just as I was giving the altar call one night, uh, suddenly uh, the, the front doors burst open and a young man stepped inside. He looked wild looking. And I went, some others had already come down here. And then we'd send them to the prayer room as we do here. And then have them pray for the sick by the laying on of hands. And so this man stood there for a moment. And then he came down the aisle. And he stood there with these folks and he motioned to me. And so I stooped over to see what he had to say. And he said, sir, sir, sir. I could see he was quiet. You know, uh, well, just, you know, he, he, he was excited. And he said, sir, I, I was walking down the street two blocks away. And he said, as I walked along, he said, February, it's cloudy, you know, and overcast and dark, you know, only street lights. And he said, suddenly, uh, there was, uh, I, I thought the, the clouds had parted. And perhaps there's a full moon, a ball of fire came down out of heaven, he said. And I thought it was the moon at first, but it came down and hung right up over my head. And it scared me. I stopped and stood there. And then he said, that ball of fire started moving. And I followed it. And I followed it around this corner, down this street, and around that corner. And he said, it came in the front door of this church. And I just came right in behind it. And when I got in here behind it, he was giving the altar call. And he said, I see God dealing with me. Praise God. And he came down to the altar and was born again. Hallelujah. And became a new creature in Christ Jesus. When you're praying for signs and wonders, you're praying, bless God, that the fire fall and that the light will shine and the voices will be heard. Amen. Yes, sir. In the average church today, you, you have people go to seeing lights and, and hearing voices and they'll turn them out. They'll turn them out. But when they do, bless God, they can come over here into their own company and feel at home. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, hallelujah. And I'll tell you this much right now. In your church, in your church, I don't care what it is. If it's, if it's not, you know, if you don't believe in the miraculous and the supernatural, you start praying for signs and wonders and they start helping, you'll be let go. But they being let go went to their own company. Hallelujah. And if they let you go like the Baptist did John, well, he just come on over here. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Are you listening to me? Being let go, they went to their own company. I'll tell you, this is a company that believes in signs and wonders. This is a company that believes in the supernatural. This is a company that believes in the miracle power of God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Both now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now then, as you keep on, as you go on reading, you'll come over to the 10th chapter of Acts. 
And you'll find, remember, they prayed for signs and wonders. I'm skipping over some of them. I don't have time to refer to every one of them. But now then there's a fellow down there, you know, by the name of Cornelius. Now, Cornelius was a Jewish proselyte. You see, he had been, uh, he had, he was following the Lord and all the knowledge that he had, but he didn't know about Jesus coming. You see, news didn't travel then like it does now. He didn't know that Jesus had come. This man is walking in all the light that he had. And so the word of God tells us that this man was praying and, and in his home he had a vision. An angel appeared to him. You start praying for signs and wonders, you're praying for divinely granted appearances, my brother, sister. It may be that Jesus will appear to people. It may be that angels will appear. And so the word of God said uh, that Cornelius saw this angel and this angel couldn't tell him how to be saved. God didn't send angels to preach the gospel. God's ordained that men should preach the gospel. And so he said to send to, to Joppa and, and inquire in one house, the house of Simon the Tanner for one Simon Peter, who when he has come will tell thee words whereby thy, thy house shall be saved. And so Cornelius sent men, three men, there to Joppa to inquire in the house of Simon the Tanner for one Simon Peter. Peter don't know what's going going on, but he's here in this house, and how did the angel know he'd be there? Because, bless God, God knows. Hallelujah. I'm glad God knows, aren't you? Hallelujah. I'm glad he's all-knowing. And so, Peter, it was about time to eat, and he would have eaten, but it evidently wasn't quite ready. He went out on the housetop to pray and fell into a trance. Oh, brother, you start praying for signs and wonders, you're praying that people fall into trances. I mean, this is still an answer. It may be years later, but it's still an answer to the prayer that they prayed. Are you listening to me? I said, are you listening to me? Blessed be God that he fell into a trance and he had a vision. Oh, he didn't see an angel. No, he didn't see Jesus, but he had a vision. Blessed be God, he saw a giant sheet let down from heaven by the four corners and all kind of creeping beasts, both clean and unclean. And he heard a voice say, Rise, Peter, slay and eat. He said, Not so, Lord. Nothing unclean's ever entered into my mouth. And, and so uh, the, th the thing happened three times. The, the Lord said then, the voice said, Don't you call unclean that which I have cleansed. And that happened three times, then was taken up into heaven. And then about that time, he came out of the trench and he's sitting up there on the housetop. Oh, the way the houses were and so on. He couldn't see what's going on. But the Spirit of God, he was thinking about. He was musing, thinking upon, what does this mean? What does this mean? And, and so the Spirit said to him, Oh, blessed be God, the Spirit said to him. You're praying for signs and wonders. You're praying the Holy Ghost to talk to people, talk to preachers, bless God, and send them to certain places. And so, supernaturally, and the Spirit spoke to him, said, Three men seek thee at the outer gate. Go with them, nothing doubting. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, the whole, the Spirit made me go, Peter said later on. And he went down there to Cornelius' house, and the Word of God tells us when he got down there to Cornelius' house, Cornelius showed him how that he, uh, at the ninth hour, nine at three o'clock in the afternoon, this, this angel had appeared in his home and told him to send to Joppa and so Peter began his sermon and he began to preach about Jesus and he got out of that 38th verse and he said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him and the scripture said while he yet spake unto them the Holy Ghost fell on them yeah thank God the Holy Ghost falls praise God forevermore 
Uh, the Word of God tells us over in the fifth chapter, James, in the seventh verse, to be patient, brethren, be patient under the coming of the Lord. For the husbandman waiteth for the fruits. He's waiting. He's waiting. What are we doing about it? I'll tell you, we need to go and we need to pray for the rain. He's waiting for the harvest, for the early and the latter rain. And the Bible said, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord will make bright clouds. And then Martin said, he'll send lightnings and give to everyone. Praise God, rain, showers, and grass in his field. Yes, while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell. While Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell. Thank God the Holy Ghost falls like rain. One of the writers, the prophets of the Old Testament prophesied that his coming unto us will be like the rain. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? I remember one time, uh, there were some folks that challenged me. I used to didn't have much sense. I have a little bit more now, maybe not quite as much as you should, but I didn't have much sense. I'd always uh, debate or argue with anybody that wanted to debate. I was in the high school on the debating team. I always wanted to be a lawyer, you know. And if God hadn't called me to preach, I guess I would have been a lawyer. And so, I, in high school, I was always on the debating team. We never did lose. We never did lose. I'd always sum it up. And so, there's something about it. I don't know. It's just me. I don't try to be that way, but I'm always arguing the case. Always arguing the case. And, and so, uh, that's just me. Anyway, I, I didn't have much sense until I got to be about 25 years old. And, and, uh, and up to about 25, if anybody wanted to argue or fuss or debate the Bible, I'd take them on, head on. And, and incidentally, I never did lose. Uh, but I, I, didn't, I didn't make any converts and didn't make any friends. And so some, <laughs> some dear ones, some dear ones were, 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 were attending our meeting and, and they challenged me, you know. And they said, if we're not right, you are. And I said, that's the best evidence in the world that you are not right because I know I am. Praise God. Amen. Well, they paraphrased it, didn't they? They said, uh, what we mean is, if we're not saved, you are. I said, that's the best evidence in the world that you're not saved, because I know I am. Yeah, but we'd like to discuss the scripture with you. Well, I began to learn a little something, not much. But I said, well, no, I'm not interested in arguing fussing. Oh, we don't want to argue fuss. We want to discuss. I said, all right, then we'll discuss. So we got together to discuss. And just about the time you'd time down with the scripture, they had one little rabbit trail that they run down through the New Testament on, you know, and they'd jump back on that. And so I finally said after about two hours of talking and discussing, I said, well, I'm going to quit. Uh, it, uh, only way I'll stay and we'll, we'll continue is that you take any subject you want to take and we'll discuss it and we'll not get on any other subject until both of us by mutual consent decide to do so. They said, we'll agree to that. I said, all right, what subject you want to take up first? They said, this Holy Ghost business. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. Amen. It's not Holy Ghost business. Bless God, it's the Holy Ghost him. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? A divine personality. Amen. And so I said, all right. Well, they said this Holy Ghost business. I said, what do you want to know about him? They said, what is the Holy Ghost? I said, you tell me. Why, they said, Jesus said the words that I speak unto you, their spirit and life. Said, there it is. You hold that Bible. You're holding in your hands the Holy Ghost. I said, sure enough. You know that? Why, well, I said, I read over there in Acts 10 while Peter yet speaking and the Bible fell on him. Well, I said, you know what? 
they, they tell me I don't know too much. I did go to school two or three days in my brother's place, and, and so they were, they, they tell me the sun's 93 million miles away from the earth. I know heaven's above that, and I said, if the Bible that fell on them is as big as mine, after falling 93 million miles plus, I imagine it all fell under the power. It, it, it knocked every one of them out. The leader got up with the, the three of them and said, let's go home. I said, I don't blame you. I believe I'd stayed home. I didn't know more about the Bible than that. But the Holy Ghost falls. I said, the Holy Ghost falls. Like the rain. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan Burns. And then we have a special product offer for you guys this month. In fact, we actually have a product by all of us in the family. Um, first, first off, we have a book entitled It's Your Time to Shine, which is our mom's book. You know, you can say it's your season to shine. And then we have my CD um, titled it's, it's, This is Only a Test. And then your CD entitled Living into Continual Peace. And then Dad's CD series, actually, three CDs, Ages, Stages, and Generations. I, I believe that every person of any age sh yeah. should hear that message. It's a wonderful message. And all these products that retail for $40.95, but this month, $22.95, you're going to save $18 on the product. So, so a great deal. So, um, you know, just write us, call us, or send an email and, and um, order this month's product. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, The Supernatural. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.